Imagine a dimension slightly different from the one we're in. For me, it was Tuesday. History is the same, but it isn't. Welcome to the new 42. Hey everybody, this is Ken Masters, and you're listening to 42 Level 1. The new 42. Well, how can you get on my Coming down for you. Damn it. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another 42 level one. This is episode 231, I think you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, well, it's kind of 230-ish and a half depending on how if Andy decides to upload last week's half hour of Ross's history I'm going to I'm going to upload it it, it yeah. needs to be put out there yeah Ross's history lesson that's what the episode will be called okay excellent um, because obviously Andy's issues are all sorted and he's never sound clearer it's like he's in the room next to me so we're going to hurry up and get through this show because he does my nothing so yes <laughs> uh, I'm Alice Kennedy as I said and here with me as you can imagine is the bell of the ball the queen of all games himself Mr Andy Orker here as always um, and hopefully better this week. Yeah. Apologies about last week's show if you did tune in. I go to Italy for one weekend. I know, I know, and I fucked it. Many apologies, but but we're back. We're here. We'll, we'll fight from on. outer space. <laughs> uh, um, yes. Ross is not with us tonight. He's uh, off this weekend. Next week, I don't know. He's doing some things, um, and then he'll be back the week after. Yes. Um, I didn't quite finish the top fifty. Uh, I know you said to do it for this week, or did you forget? Yeah, yeah, yeah I have not finished it either. I have okay, been, so I have been swamped, too busy. We'll save that then. Um, I do have a new number one game though, but we'll get into that. Mm. Um, okay, so let's just start the show then. Big screen, we screen. This is the part of the show where we talk about all the movies and all the TV shows that we've been watching. So what you've been watching, Andy Boy? Um, what TV shows? Did I, I can't even think of any TV shows that I've watched even in the last like two or three weeks man uh, I've I've not watched Better Call Saul this oh, week the last, I haven't seen today's but last week's was fantastic I think I watched last week's without giving any spoilers just in case I haven't seen it what 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 was that one uh, Hector Hector Salazar um, yeah, goes into the chicken shop Yes, yes, I did see yeah. that. Yes, yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, that was so good. I, I, I think either Mike or Gus is going to put him in the wheelchair because obviously, if you've watched Breaking Bad, you know Hector mm. Salazar's the ding, ding, ding guy. And yep. in this set, not that long away from Breaking Bad now, maybe give or take a few years, he's yeah. very much healthy and walking about. So mm-hmm. he's he's going to be put in that wheelchair. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I don't know. Do you remember like because they in that episode they went to see uh, Don? I forget the guy's name. But like the drug, the big drug kingpin guy, yeah. the guy that's like a, he looks like a fat Turkish guy with a big I'm man sure, boobs. I'm sure Gus Fring kills him in Breaking Bad. He he does, yeah. He he gets this really really expensive like champagne stuff, uh, mm. like it's like crazy expensive, like hundreds of thousands of dollars, like a bottle, um, and he puts poison in it, and he like drinks some with him and all like his goons that are there, 
and then like they all they all die and he remember he runs to the toilet and then spews yeah. it back up and and still he still nearly dies like uh, I can't remember if it was Mike coming comes in and saves him or someone can't else remember. can't remember but someone someone came in and saved him and took him like to a prepared sort of unit and uh, like basically brought him yeah. back because right. Mike ends up working for him after he falls out with Saul in Breaking Bad doesn't he I think so like it's a bit it's a bit fuzzy but but like Bear Call Saul is fucking great I've decided after Better Call Saul wraps up, I'm going to rewatch Breaking Bad. I think by the time Better Call Saul finishes in what one two years maybe, mm. then it'll be it'll be time to rewatch it. I mean, I, I don't mean I'll watch some of Breaking Bad again. Like I probably won't watch to the end because that last season was a like especially the second half was a bit shit. I liked it. I thought Breaking Bad only had one bad episode. To be honest. <laughs> oh, the fly! I liked that episode. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happened. It was just Walt daydreaming, trying to catch a fly. It was fucking funny. I liked it. I don't know why it just it was amusing me. It's got so good. mental as one tiny fly. I am good, but yeah. Um, so I watched that. I, did I watch any other movies or anything? Uh, I definitely watch any other TV shows. Really, I did watch a movie though, Ali. What movie did you watch, Andrew? I watched a movie which was called Uninhabited. Is that like porn? No, 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 not porn at all. Although there is a, like a scantily clad woman in a bikini for like half the movie, but. Not really porn, and she's quite hot to be fair. But why did you watch it? Because because like I, I saw this movie like maybe I don't know. I, I think I think I bought this like six months ago, right? Because I saw it in my work, and I was like, I just thought about the front cover. I think it was the woman. I was like, hmm, I want to watch this movie because it's like the woman and like on in the water, like half soaking wet, half covered in blood, and just like looks like she's screaming. And this like deserted like tropical island in the background. And I was like, oh, this will be a cannibal movie. I'll I'll buy this and watch it at some point. And and this is six months ago I bought this movie and I haven't gone into watching it. So like I said, internet issues. And I needed something to watch the other night. And I'm like, okay, I want to watch something I've not seen before. Looked at my like DVDs and Blu-rays. And I'm like, okay, I've seen every single mm-hmm. one of these except for this movie or another movie called Cue the Winged Serpent, which is. A like really old movie with like a really fake looking dragon in it, which I, I want to watch. That looks insane. Um, but so I was like, oh, okay, I'll watch this. It's kind of contemporary and uh, not like ancient. So I watched it and like, oh my god, it's it's a really shit movie. Like it, it kind of started off with like a decent premise, like young couple going away for like ten days to uninhabited island. But like after about five minutes when they get there, like shit starts happening and. Uh, they wake up during the night and like somebody's filmed them and uh, like moved all their stuff about and then they find like a couple of ga- other guys on this island and then they end up like getting in a ruckus with something else and then get you know like and then disappear off and then it turns out and they end up that all the strange goings on on the island are being caused by a ghost of a woman right mm-hmm. a ghost of a woman who was killed on this island in 1920 uh after being raped by seven men <laughs> who took it in turns to rape her after she'd stood on a stonefish, which is one of the most dangerous animals in the world. And then, like, at the end of the movie, the girl in the story, like, her boyfriend, uh, gets killed by this ghost, and then she ends up running out into the water and standing on a stonefish and then comes back as a ghost. Fucking silly. But... It, like it, it was really good up until the point. Well, it wasn't really good, but it was it was all right up until the point of they went. Oh, it's a ghost. 
I was like, a ghost? Are you fucking serious? Like, why is it a ghost? Like, they could have, like, easily made, like, a, a decent psychological movie out of it where it was, like, the girl or the guy had set the whole thing up, like, to fuck with the other person. Like, I thought that would have been a really cool concept. Like, oh, you've cheated on me, I'm gonna fucking, like, fuck you up and then kill you. Like, that's a cool concept for, like, a movie. And they should have done that with this movie rather than, oh, it's a ghost. Like, fuck off. But it was funny, like, some bits of it were really, really amusing. Like, as soon as they went, it's a ghost, I was like, oh, man, I'm done. <laughs> Just awful. I don't think I'll, I'll be watching that movie. No, no, probably not. But, like, I, I, I actually like, might watch it again with Barbie. Because it's a movie that Barbie would like get a kick out of. Because it's like <laughs> odd. Have you watched Shark? Have you watched Sharknado with him yet? No, no. I mean, that's like kind of. It's kind of too mainstream. That one. Like you well, need to watch. First came out wasn't really. No, it wasn't. Yeah, but n- now it is. You need to watch like obscure things with Barbie. Barbie only watches obscure movies that no one's seen. <laughs> that no one's seen. But some of them are insane. But anyway, yeah, like that that movie, um, it was kind of watchable until they spoiled like the movie with having a really shit sort of final act. Mm. And the chicken, it was hot though, like really hot. The the other one thing that I want to say about it is the box art, right? That I spoke about. I'll I'll find I'll I'll find a picture of this and I'll put it in the chat because the box art like makes it look like quite watchable. Excuse me while I die a minute. Um, but yeah, the box art makes it look quite watchable. So this is this is it here. And I'll post it in the chat, and I'll post it to you. So, so this is it here, right? This is like the wiki page. Did so you click on that? There's like a picture in there. Oh no, that's like that's a list of inhab- uninhabited regions of the world. That's not what I wanted. That is not what I wanted. What I've got Google. I've got Google. I'll just. It's because, oh, do you know what it is? It's because the brackets film. That is an emoji for a f- film clipper. Because, <laughs> like, it's brackets film at the end. But anyway, there's there's a picture of, like, a woman in the water and she's got blood on. Yeah, I see. Now, now in the movie, right, th- that same shot happens, right, where she goes out into the water and she, like, gets wet and she's, like, uh, and, like, screaming about something. There's no blood in that shot at all. <laughs> Like and at no point in the movie whatsoever does this woman ever get any blood on her at all. Huh. <laughs> I was like, oh, what the fuck? Like, I, I bought this movie to watch because of this like scene. I was like, oh, what this, what's happening here? And it doesn't even happen in the movie. But uh, I thought it was very strange. Yeah, it looks terrible. Yeah, I don't think you would like it. But like, I, I didn't mind it up until that fucking stupid twist. Anyway, uh, that is all I watched. Awesome. Um, so I watched a few things, uh, but I want to talk about American Gods first, Andy. This is a new show that Amazon's just started. Okay. Um, it's by Neil Gaiman or Gaiman or I can't pronounce him, but it's the guy that wrote, uh, you know, the comics um, Sandman. Yes. Um, there is something else that he wrote that I that I'm sure Stardust. I love it. No, not Stardust. He uh, done one with Terry Pratchett, a couple of books. No, it's not that. I'll find out what it is. But continue. Well, anyway, we've seen this trailer. Uh, it was at the start of when I was at the cinema, and they were, you know, they do the trailers for the Netflix and Amazon shows now, and it looked fucking awesome. And I was speaking to Gaudy about it. He said, "Yeah, it's a comic, 
and I looked it up and it's not a comic. It's a novel, but it is now a comic because of the TV show. And it's set, the critics are saying it's the next Game of Thrones and all this nonsense, right? But it is fucking good. It's like all the old gods, like at the start of each episode, there's only been two so far. It tells you like a tale of like the first one, it was showing you the Viking sort of gods. That's the Norse ones. And then it was like the African slaves coming over and one of their gods, it was like a spider god. And I was like, oh, I hope the spider totems and Peter Parker. And then I went, no, I'm not watching Marvel. Mm -hmm. But, um, and it showed you like a bit of the past. Then it goes to the sort of present day and it's about a guy um, who, what's his name? Shadowman. And he's just been released from prison and his wife died two days before he got out of prison or something like that. And, uh, yeah, but she was cheating on him with her best friend. Right. And, and, yeah, it's like he ends up getting offered a job by a guy that reminds me of, like, Al Pacino's... It could be Al Pacino's brother or cousin or, like, B-list Al Pacino. Mm. And uh, he's like a mafiosa sort of guy. And he takes him... In the first episode, he takes him to, like, this bar. And he meets a guy, a ginger guy, he reminds me of Seamus the Wrestler. And he says, who, what are you? Who are you? Blah, blah. And he says, I'm a leprechaun. He's like, all right, okay. And then, like, he says, I hear you do coin tricks. And he's the, the shadow, shadow's doing these coin tricks and stuff. And then he does, like, pulling them out of literal thin air. And, like, he's flicking them up. And then they're not appearing. So it's, like, real magic. And this guy's like, what the fuck is going on? Mm. He has a fight, fight with them. And then they end up, he, he lets them go away for his wife's funeral. Obviously, because his wife's just died, as I said. And it's like he's got a job. It's not. He's not fully explaining everything. He's just kind of saying, "Look, you you work for me now." But he, you know, John Abruzzi from Prison Break. John Abruzzi. John Abruzzi. John Abruzzi. John Abruzzi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, yes. he is one of the. I think he's a god in it because the Al Pacino, Mr. Wednesday is the Al Pacino guy's character. He goes to his house, and like his um, sister or whatever's like cooking them all dinner, and he hates. He, he says, "Get out of my house," and he's just John Abruzzi, but. Nice. It's referring to the past, and like he brings out like this hammer, and there's like blood pouring down it consistently because there's been ten thousand deaths made with this hammer. So it's as if he's either no. building an army or not, because it feels like present day mixed with Game of Thrones. But then at the end of the first episode, a fucking almost basically like the cosmic cube falls out the sky, right? And Shadow's walking after he's been at the graveyard and it like face hugs his face, like a robotic face hugger, and it goes into like matrix trippy shit with a tech tech sort of guy who's got like two faceless fucking henchmen and he's talking about he can change reality and all this, so I think it's gonna I'm not quite sure what the end up's gonna be, but it looks like old gods versus new gods sort of thing. Um, but I reckon Shadow's get powers that he doesn't know about because he was having like premonitions or visions about his wife and stuff before he was out and the oncoming storm and it's very grand and epic in scale but the music's really fucking cool because it's kind of like you know that sort of neo-noir Sin City style detective music that you can imagine going I see Nancy at the bar and it's like all that saxophone music and stuff yeah. it's got that cool music but it's all like some of it's neon lit, then other parts are just normal cities, and then when it goes back to, like, the olden days, and there's this, like, sort of god lady regaining her powers in a hotel, but I won't tell you how, because it's quite funny when you actually see what she's doing to get powers back, and it's obviously just the first two episodes, but 
usually in TV shows now they're a lot snappier and you've got the whole premise in the first episode, if you know what I mean. Um, and this one, the first two, it's it's doing it a different way. Like rather than showing all its cards, it's getting you to know the characters more. You know what I mean? Rather than like here's where we're going with this, here's the plot, which like most TV shows do. So I was kind of confused. I was like, well, how did his wife actually die then? And blah blah because the woman turns around and says, your wife died with my husband's cock in her mouth. And no like, man, <laughs> that's that's actually what she says. So. <laughs> I, I got the book from a Kindle because I thought, yeah, well, I'll read this, and I read the first wee bit of it last night. And apparently, she was, yeah, she was sucking his dick in the car crash. That's how she died, but it doesn't fully explain that in the show. So, um, yeah, it's really, really fucking cool. It's, I think it's every Monday. Episode two just came out there, obviously, because we got to the end of it. Tasha was like, "No, where's the next one?" And I'm like, "Next week, unfortunately." <laughs> so yeah, it's like setting up all these old gods and like sort of like pre present day like uh, back in time at the beginning of each episode and then it's got like the um, Mr. Wednesday taking shadow about and introducing him to this world slowly sort of thing and he's just talked to John Abutsu who said that he doesn't want to come along with him because he's bloodied his hands for him before and all this so hmm. really cool yes. man really fun cool. yeah I would definitely check it out um, apart from that TV wise I caught up Big Bang took obviously on holiday with me watched season 10 of that it's, it's all right. I don't have anything to say about Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Um, what is there to say? Uh, yeah. Watch some Impractical Jokers that I hadn't seen. That show's funny as fuck. I miss Brian Quinn. Have, do you know, have you uh, have you been keeping up with comic book men? No, the TV show? No, not at all. Yeah. No, I'm like so far behind with it. Like I keep I, I keep forgetting about it because like, I follow like Ming and stuff like that on Twitter, but I keep forgetting about the TV show because I, like, I listen to the podcast from time to time and like, Kevin Smith's ones and stuff like that. But like, I always forget that they do a fucking TV show. Yeah, I listen to the, the podcast more. And I like it because obviously Brian Quinn, because his contract can't... He yeah. was on the TV show, but he can't be a main cast member because yeah. he works in a comic shop. Well, I don't know if he does anymore, but he did. Um, so I, I think uh, they, they all kind of work there basically like part-time now because they've all kind of taken off in other in ways. Like especially yeah, Brian. Yeah, Brian Quinn and Brian Johnson. Hey, no, no, Brian Quinn, like definitely Brian Quinn, because he's doing that like um, practical Ten- TV show, like and the, and the Tenderloins to it as well. Okay, mate. <laughs> yeah, so uh, no, I haven't watched comic book men much. I, I, you've never reminded me. I'll maybe download that and watch some before the end of my holiday. I, yeah. I think I've up, up to maybe season three or four, but I'm sure it's season five or six now. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I'm sure I've, like I'm like two seasons behind, maybe three. Because mm, that's a great show. I fucking love that it's show, so good, man. Yeah. Do you know what was reminded yeah. me of it? Like uh, two two things actually this week. Like I happened to like because we didn't have an internet again. Happened to watch an episode of Pawn Stars. And then I was like, Oh yeah. Oh, do you know what? Like yeah, this reminds me that the other day I watched an episode of uh, I think it was the uh, the Game of Gregory show on uh, Kind of Funny yeah. on YouTube, and uh, Ming was on it, like Min Chen, and uh, he was talking about how like the comic book men show concept was like based on like Pawn Stars, but with like. Uh, comic books and like action figures and that uh, and I was like oh shit yeah they have a TV show I've not watched that in fucking like three years I better get back to that yeah. so uh, I'll yeah. get back to it at some point because like Ashley really likes it as well so yeah Tasha watches that one with me as well yeah um, but yeah it's cool um, so I haven't really watched anything else like on holiday I went to watch what did I watch uh, I didn't watch anything really. I didn't. I play played more of my Switch than anything. Well, I read nice. actually. I read uh, like 154 comics. Holy fuck! <laughs> uh, did yeah. uh, you did you did watch one movie though? I watched two movies before I went. Uh, I went down to my dad's to drop the cats off, and I'd got him some DVDs because he likes the cowboy films, and I'd not seen the new Magnificent Seven hmm. uh, with Chris Pratt and Denzel Washington oh, and uh, 
Kingpin is also mm. it's, it's okay like I've seen the original so if you've seen that there's going to be no surprises but it's not a bad remake like my dad says oh, I don't need to watch the old one now because this one's a refresh but the story's yeah. exactly the same you know like yeah. a group of seven guys take on an army that's trying to like push out a town um, standard cowboy fare uh, to be honest, Chris Pratt doesn't get much a chance to shine, but he's not mm. the main character in this. It's yeah. Denzel Washington, so it makes sense. But, you know, because Chris Pratt's a leading man now, it's kind of like, why aren't we seeing him more? You know, I, I think it's, I think that, like, that movie just came out, like, just before, like, uh, Jurassic World and that hit big. Yeah. Or, or, or certainly it was, like, sh- uh, shot or in, shot in production uh, when, yeah. just before that hit big. And, like, once, like, he had Guardians and then Jurassic World... Now he's yeah. like he can be he's the lead in every movie he's going to be in now basically oh, oh 100% but Chris Pratt could have played the lead in this and it would have been a lot funnier because obviously right. he, stole, he stole most scenes he was in and you know the sort of characters Denzel Washington plays it's uh, like, yeah, drum, especially if he's in a western yeah fucking yeah. yeah so it was a lot of chewing and staring and slow talking <laughs> Right, um, right, okay. But yeah, I mean, decent enough. I'm sure Ross would love it because he loves his cowboy films. But I mean, like, fuck yeah. <laughs> for me, it wasn't a bad film, but it just justified what I said about cowboy films. Like, there's no more stories to tell. Like, mm. do you know what I mean? Like, they've all been done. Like, and he was like, oh, the age of superheroes will be done. Well, no, because comics have been going since the 40s. There's fucking like decades of material to yep. go through. Um, so yeah, like I watched Magnificent film seven, but I did watch a film twice. Sandy, seen it at midnight uh, the day the night it came out, and I went to see it yesterday, the day before yesterday. Nice. Okay, so this is Guardians of the Galaxy two. Um, literally takes place I would, almost right after the first one. Like it's it's like obviously we've seen Civil War and stuff since then. This mm. is clearly before all that not not that it ties in in a major way at all like at all I don't think it really ties in at all this one it ties in even less than the last one okay um and obviously that was just the infinity stone at the end um well all the way through the film but this one kind of shows you a wider view of their universe which is cool you get to see a bit more planets uh stanley cameos hilarious they always are uh introduces a few more characters that i can't spoil just now not fully introduced but like we cameos that are yeah i'll I'll say because this isn't a spoiler we'll probably show up in thor okay Hmm. okay Uh, it's just small glimpses do do you know like what bugs me about like this whole thing right like i I know a couple of them and we'll not say them here right but like i know a couple of them from looking on GameSpot's fucking website, and not even like looking at and clicking into an article, just like going on the GameSpot website and uh, looking for like video game news, and then seeing, oh, who is this in Guardians of the Galaxy? Like, and uh, I've obviously censored the, the who it was, but like, and the picture is like, like the things that it is, and I'm like. What the fuck? I didn't know that was in it. Like that's really annoying. And also, like uh, no, no, five after credit scenes explained, and then it's got like a none of them need explained. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? But it just annoys none me of... that they put shit like that. Up. Uh, yeah, it is annoying. But like um, the five after credits, they, they didn't need five of them. Uh, one of them's the Stanley cameo. One of them's a funny scene with Groot. One's a stupid scene with James Gunn's brother. You know the character he plays, the sort of uh, Ravager guy. The only one that kind of ties into what's happening in the future is the one with the golden, whatever the golden people are called in it. Um, it wasn't needed. The one with Groot was pretty funny. It was absolutely hilarious, actually. Uh, the film ends on a sad note is all I'm going to say. Okay, say no more about that, right. whatever that is. My wife cried, and I did slightly. <laughs> Fuck off. I did, I, did, 
I'm not going to tell you what it was, but I did kind of feel it tugging at my heartstrings, and that was on my second viewing after knowing what was coming. Um, I think it's mostly to do with the song choices. Like, James Gunn's very good with song choices. Like, mm. this soundtrack is nowhere near as good as uh, straight listen through, start to finish, like the first one. I still listen to that regularly at work and, like, just in general because I bought it. I did buy this one's soundtrack, but the songs aren't as good like in completion they aren't like good standalone ones but the parts of the songs he's used throughout this movie set the scenes perfectly if you know what i mean right right so he's done well using the songs but they don't stand out as much as the first film soundtrack now to all the people saying this film isn't as good as the first one and that's what i said as well after the second viewing i think it's as good as nice nice i do cut russell was really good in it Mm. um it's see all these people saying do you know who Kurt Russell is in the film? Yeah, everybody knows that he's ego, right? If yeah. you've read, if you've read the comics, you know he's not exactly to be trusted. So you know, see all these people saying, "Oh," and then it turns it around, and he's the baddie. It's like it was. Well, yes, that's. I just thought that's... he. Was, I thought he was the bad guy in the movie. Okay. Okay, well, <laughs> he, obviously he's kind of caught in them at first, sort of thing. But like, um, I, I can't tell too much about the story. But it's really yeah. good. Baby, baby Groot. Uh, it's fine for this film, but I hope we never really have to deal with him much again. They should keep him to the cartoon series. He's got some of the funniest moments, but the funniest person in the film is not Chris Pratt. Is it Drax? Yes, it's Dave Batista. Yeah. He is. <laughs> you can tell that, like in the first film, that was probably Batista. In fact, it was Batista's first big movie, and um, he played the part well. But seeing this one, he's comfortable in the role now, and you can tell that Batista's having fun with it. But the same goes for all the rest of them. Like every one of them, like well, obviously, like um, Karen Karen Gillan was great anyway. But um, yeah. Zoe, Zoe Saldana and Chris Pratt have fell into their roles really well as well. Like they've got much more comfortable, and they can obviously like because they've done such a good job, and like they're the money thing now where it was always this is Mar- this could be Marvel's biggest mistake as you know because yep. Guard- Guardians is a fringe comic well it was um, and because they've done so well they've been given obviously a bit of leeway and you can tell some not ad-libbing obviously but you can tell that they're comfortable like especially Dave Batista he's fucking brilliant as Drax in this maybe comes off slightly too laughy jokey but then again sometimes in the comics Drax is laughy jokey you know see, see in the comics right anytime when I've read Drax Drax has always been written as like the biggest, dumbest fucking idiot. I like. Ever. Well, he's, he's always he's, so stupid. Like I know he's. I, they, I actually prefer the way they've done it in this because they've just made him like really literal, which is no, hilarious. No, they've changed it. That's, they've changed that's it. Okay. Well, you know how in the first one it was very literal, like I would catch it, it would not go over my head. He's not very yep. much like that. He's more thick as fuck and just like. Okay, cool. He does speak literally, like um. Mm. Like, says what's at the tip of his tongue. Has no filter, if you know what I mean. Like, uh, Rocket's perfect in it. Rocket's really good in this film. Uh, Like I said, Baby Groot's obviously done for the money because of the reaction that he got at the end of the last film. (laughs) Yep. But like I said to you before the show, Vin Diesel has said that he doesn't think that we've seen the last of Groot and that we haven't seen the full potential of him yet. So I'm kind of hoping we see an even bigger group in Infinity yep. War because if you think that's the next time we're going to see him, and obviously this was set before Civil War and Infinity War is going to be a few years after Civil War. So this is going to be like even longer after Guardians 2. Mm. So Groot could be fucking huge because Vin Diesel says that in Guardians 1, he, yeah, Groot, he was um, college age. So obviously he's not been fully a uh, full adult, but James Gunn has also said that we we could see a whole new Guardians team in the third one, and I hope that doesn't mean they're getting rid of Chris Pratt because that's their money. 
Um, I, 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 I thought they said. I thought they said the fourth one. They might do a new Guardians team. Oh, maybe the fourth one then. And James. Yeah, gonna, I, I think they said like they're doing it basically as like a trilogy. Um, so it would be like the three Guardians movies. So I don't think the team's really going to change that in the core team anyway. Um, yeah. for the third movie and then for the fourth movie they might change it completely. Ah, that's fine. Like, I, I did enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. Like, thinking about what I said, like, it's as good as the first one, but I prefer the first film. Just, hmm. it done everything so well, so perfectly that it was going to be kind of hard to do it. This one, each character got their own individual moments, if you know what I mean. Like, rather yeah. than just seeing the team together, like, you get a bit of time with Gamora and Nebula. You get Drax, kind of, well, he was with that Mantis quite a lot in this film. And then you see Star-Lord with his dad, and obviously Groot and Rocket, we see them quite a bit. Um, the Ravagers, we get to see more of them as well, and more insight to Yondu. Yondu was the standout in this film for me. Uh, Mickey wrote, fuck it, he just looks so fucking cool. Like, there's a scene you've, I'm sure you've seen in the trailers where he's just swaggering along, going, whoosh, 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 and the, the arrow's going nuts. That is so badass, that scene. It's fucking cool as shit. It's like... And I like the fact that he... I won't spoil it, but obviously you've seen that he's got his, like, fin from the original comics. You know the big shark yeah, fin yeah, instead. Yeah. yeah, it's quite cool. It's quite cool the way they, they do that. It's quite a funny scene how they get it as well. Um, so yeah, I really liked it. Um, can't spoil much of it. it. You could literally watch Guardians One and Guardians Two, and you would never have to see any other Marvel movie. They stand alone that well. Guardians Two can be watched alone, <laughs> but obviously will be enjoyed better after seeing Guardians One because uh, obviously it sets up the characters. Um, that's about all I can say without spoiling it. Like, obviously, like, there's a scene with Groot at the end, which kind of hints towards that he's going to be a lot bigger. Um, but yeah, that's it. Hmm, okay. That's all I can say without ruining any of the plot. Yeah. I would, yes, I would say no more. I would have liked, however, I had this in to see more of the Nova Corps. They weren't really in this film. Hmm. Nice. Were they in it at well, all? I don't know. Can't remember, oh. but I like I would have liked to seen more of them because I really liked what they were doing with them. So my hope is they've kept them out because uh, there was rumours about a Nova film, okay, you know, which yeah, would yeah. be, um, especially if they do the new the new Nova. I can't remember the young guy's name. He's Ultimate Spider Man's pal. He's in the new comics. He took his dad's helmet. Uh, can't remember. Anyway, that's all I watched. But yeah, I would definitely recommend Guardians Two and go and watch American Gods if you're. Want a new TV show that looks looks like it's going to build to something awesome? Thanks. Okay, uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm sure we'll talk about it more once uh, once I've seen yeah. it. Once yeah, it's been out in America for a couple of weeks. Yeah, I hate when you've not seen stuff and I have to like skirt around the edges and like. Yep. That's why, like, I actually slowed slowed down my cider drinking like before the show, um, because I was like, because <laughs> if I drink too much, I'm like, I just need to tell you this one bit. <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. No, but like, if they do a new one, like, oh shit, Sylvester Stallone. Uh, Sylvester Stallone. I don't want to know any more about Sylvester Stallone. Thank you. No, 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 no. Marvel have said they want him to do more movies, and he could be very prominent in Guardians Four if the team changes that. That's all I'll say. Okay. He's very good in it. Although, see his conversation with Mickey Rook or Mickey Rooker. Mm-hmm. You know how the, he kind of speaks like this, and Sylvester yeah. Stallone. It was so difficult to understand. I would. <laughs> You just subtitled it, fuck me. Right, okay. I, no, I would have subtitled it. Jesus. Right, okay. Because, well, you think about it, he's being like this, boy! And then you've got the business of them talking over one bad bit. It's like, <laughs> what are you saying? What are you talking about? But yeah. <coughs> Does that. Uh, no, I can't even say that. Okay. No, no more. Let's move on from Guardians. Stuck with yeah, video games. 
Okay, let's go on to level up. And this is the part of the show where we talk about all the video game news and all the games we've been playing. So, Andy, what's new in the world of video game news this week, boy? Okay, so uh, developer Remedy is making a new cinematic third-person action game for the PS4, the Xbox One, and the PC. Yeah. We don't need to say any more about that. I actually think this was announced already, but I think this is them announced actual platforms for it now, and it looks like it's going to be coming out either late this year or early next year, but I think think it's more looking like next year now. Uh, The 3DS Fire Emblem remake that's coming out has a $45 season pass. What? It's a fucking remake. <laughs> it's got a bloody season pass, so what the fuck? Like, so if you're going to make a remake, fair enough. Put all the DLC in it. All of it. Even, like, future stuff that you're planning to make, stick it in with it. Don't, like like, like what Hyrule Warriors done. Yeah, yeah, like that sort of thing, yeah. Especially on the fucking 3DS. Uh, okay, let, let's talk about this 2DS XL thing. Okay. So, so you want to buy this, right? So I've got it pre-ordered. 2DS XL got announced. It's coming out, what? Um, July 28th over here. July 28th so I thought it was out in May no July 28th it's out in May in like Australia right right okay don't order it from Australia this time oh, I can no. wait for this one <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah. but yeah so 2DS XL announced uh, comes out July um, kind of looks basically like a new 3DS except thinner. it doesn't and have yeah it's thinner and it doesn't have 3D obviously and it's prettier. Anyway, can I talk about the good things before you talk about your worries with the games and, you know, Pokemons and stuff? Mm. Okay, so I like the look of it. Uh, it looks sleek. I like the sort of design with the ridges all the way down it. Um, I have been considering re-getting a 3DS XL because obviously I want Xenoblade Chronicles 2 and I didn't finish Xenoblade Chronicles. The only way to play that game is on a new 3DS and they are still quite pricey. You're talking about the 150 to 170 price, price point. Yeah. This one I'm getting for 120 as a brand new one with a charger, whereas the new 3DS XL oh. does, yeah, does not have a charger. Uh, I don't use 3D in the 3DS. Never have uh, no. put it it's on for a game. Like, okay, fair enough. Uh, I never finished a link between worlds. Uh, I never finished X and Y. Uh, no, not X and Y. The new ones that I like, Sun and Moon, yeah. and I was really enjoying them. But I thought they would come to Switch, and uh, it doesn't look that way now with the announcement of this. But Andy will tell you about that in a minute. Um, I also didn't get to play a few of the other games, uh, uh, like Mario Maker and stuff that I really wanted to play. Uh, didn't finish the new Hyrule Warriors yet. The all the new DLC with Linko and stuff. Uh, so there are still a few games that I don't reckon will make the jump to Switch. Uh, and it's justifying me getting it again. Um, and also, like, I do want to finish Spirit Tracks. Like, before my holiday, uh, I'd never played Spirit Tracks. That's the last remaining Zelda for me. Um, I, uh, oops, spoilers. I, uh, hmm. I went to buy a DS uh, from our work, and I'm like, ah, but 30 quid, and I'm only going to play it with this one game. Whereas, if I buy the, 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 a 3DS, I'll hmm. probably keep it for a bit longer now that the Switch is looking to be, like, completely separate rather than taking over, which they always did say. And this will lead in nicely to yours. Now that they've announced this, it looks like they were being serious about their the 3DS's still staying announcement. Yeah, which I thought was a bit weird, to be honest, because I mean, the the Switch can could easily replace the DS yep. as well as like obviously the Wii U, um, and they could have just put all of these like 2D Zelda, Pokemon, all those on the Switch, and then you've got the option whether or not you want to play them handheld or you can play them on the big screen. I I. I can't get the logic behind releasing this. What they should have done instead of putting this thing out is held off a year, put out a Switch Mini, 
right? That's like a smaller version that is only handheld and is a flip open one and plays the Switch games in handheld only mode and nothing else. Yeah, like done that at the end of next year, 2018, and it's yeah, a handheld exactly. Switch. And then they've covered all their bases. I think yeah. that might happen, but it's not going to be for two years now that this has come out. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm quite disappointed because I wanted to play like these fucking 2D Zelda games on a Switch and yep. also like the Pokemon games on a Switch. I won't buy this. Like 3D, 3DS is just a dead format for me. Like I'm never ever going to buy one, ever. No, so, I get I, Like I've got a Switch. Switch is the new shiny. I'm not going to go backwards and buy a DS. Well, you say that, but then like I really do want to finish A Link Between Worlds and like I did, I was right into the Pokemon game before like I've got my Switch pre-ordered and I was like, nah, it'll be a Switch. It'll be, we'll get it. And there's no rumblings of it and I doubt it will happen now. And now that this is out as well, that kind of solidifies their stance that for the next two years, the Pokemon 2D games at least, I'm not saying there won't be a stadium like one on the Switch, which I think will happen. But the the main Pokemon games will stay in the DS until, like what you've just said, 2019, I think, they'll release the Switch Mini, and like you said, it'll be handheld only, and it won't be able to go on the big screen. It won't fit the dock. Yeah. I, I think that'll be more for like kids, and it'll be a bit, bit cheaper and whatnot. But, I mean, I'm happy with my Switch. I don't need a, I don't need a DS to go Yeah, on. but I, I kind of do know. As you know, I've always had the DS. The Switch, I... I see is handy as it being portable and don't get me wrong I road tested it quite extensively in holiday and it works fine as a handheld but for me I prefer it on the big screen um, with my pro controller um, it's it's handy but I mean like I've always had a D I've still got my Game Boy Advance the only reason I traded the 3DS was the Switch and now that it doesn't look now that it looks like the DS has got at least another couple of years of life left then I, I might as well get it to finish these games. And it's not at too an expensive price point that it's un, unaffordable. Like, I mean, 120 quid for this one, and it's got all the tech of the 3D, the new 3DS in it. It's better than me forking back out 170-odd for the new 3DS XL, which is heavier. This one looks nice. Um, you know, and, like, there is plenty of games. There's over five games on it that I would play. Uh, like, yeah, Xenoblade. Xenoblade Chronicles 2 looks amazing, but I, you know what I'm like, I will not play that game until I finish the first one. So I'm not buying a Wii to do it because they look fucking terrible these days. <laughs> so this is my option because it only works in the new ones. Um, and like I said, Link Between Worlds, I never get around to finishing and I don't know why. And like I said, Spirit Tracks, I've never even played much of. I've maybe tested it at work, but um, yeah, uh, there's a few things on it as well, like that I just want to polish and finish, like Hyrule Warriors. How much was I addicted to that game? And I never yeah, played. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. Don't get um, me wrong. Like, the only way the, that it, you are right, and the only way that it's getting replaced is with the mini switch idea. If they don't yeah. do that, and if they can't see that, then you're like Tony Stark, and they're like fucking Hulk. Which I don't think is the case. So <laughs> probably the more the other way about. Um, but the, I mean, the other thing about that is the naming convention of it again. This new 2DS XL business. Yeah, new. why not just call it 2DS XL? They don't need like, the new. What the fuck, guys? New? Fuck off with new. New does not need to be in the title. People know that it's new. Like, yeah, and then, yeah. and then when you bring out something that is actually new, like this thing isn't new anymore. You know what I mean? Like, oh, don't put new in your fucking game console the, titles. There isn't, there, isn't, there isn't a 2DS XL. It's only the 2DS, so they didn't need new anyway. They never had like a, a, a clamshell design of it at all. So exactly, 2DS, yeah. 2DS XL works perfect. Yep, I 100% agree. They didn't need to put new in front of it. And I didn't think they did. Because like, when I was reading about it, it's just like 2DS XL, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, awesome, they haven't put new in front of it. Like, that's great, blah, blah, blah. And then like, I've seen like a listing for it somewhere and it says new. I'm like, fuck off, fucking Nintendo dicks. 
then putting you in your titles oh it's almost as bad as you Wii yeah, U. the Wii U. No, that was worse. I would say Wii U fuck the Wii U name fucked them most of everything. I think. Um, but yeah, yeah like honestly, like the two DS is there's more than enough games. I'm happy for it. The Switch schedules kind of spread out enough that it's mm. been used as a console rather than a handheld. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not as yeah. if like I won't have time to play like this Zelda because there's another Zelda coming out for the Switch because that there won't be for years. Uh, don't get me wrong, I'm I'm fully I fully believe in two or three years there will be a Switch exclusive Zelda. There has to be. Hmm. But yeah. I'm I mean that's two or three years. Um and like I said, Xenoblade's out the end of this year and I plan on getting it, so I need to get that done. But yeah, yeah, I'm happy with it. It looks nicer. Yeah, I mean it's definitely nicer than the old two DS and the new three D S XL as well. Um anyway, other news, uh Germany is finally getting an uncensored version of Half-Life 18 years after the game released yay 18 years that's insane so like basically they're just doing like a free steam update for it where they're putting it back to the original like way that it was like uh, I think they they had like robots in the game instead of like uh, soldiers Nazis yeah uh, yeah, that was it Nazis yeah and uh, there was no blood or anything like that in it just crazy do they think Germany's going to go nuts at any point and they need to take blood out of games and stuff? Like, yeah, I know, no, do it, it's crazy, man. I know they do it in Australia, what, just because it was a prison colony once, they're not allowed to see blood in Mortal Kombat. In <laughs> fact, the, the last Mortal Kombat game banned in Australia. <coughs> Did it? Mortal Kombat yeah. X? Huh. Yeah. No, no, the one before that, the 2011 one. Oh, okay, okay. I remember I had to send it over to my pal Neil. That's the only way oh. you could play it. It was a shit game anyway, that. It was, but it's like 2011, and they're banning video games. It's like, are you? No, 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 like fuck off. Like, there's no like, there's no real bad stuff in it. It's just a bit gore, and it's fake. Like, yeah. if people like put an 18 rating on it, if people want to buy it, they're going to be. If, if you watch that and you decide to peel your skin off, dress up as a ninja who breathes fire from his skull and has like a score, <laughs> a, a tail built, a spiky pointy tail built into his hand, or you can freeze people with hadokens, then fuck yeah, they made a mistake, <laughs> but. <laughs> That would be so fun. I think that's my image of Australia now. It's just full of people that are dressed up as Mortal more Kombat characters at all times, just like throwing yeah. Hadoken at each other. Like, Good day, mate. <laughs> it's not even Hadoken, that's from Street Fighter. I know, but you know what I mean? It's like the yeah, zero blast. Ice, yeah. Yeah. Or if they dress up as monks who can fly through the air. Like, yeah. <laughs> or electrical guys with uh, glowing eyes. Yeah, or like uh, giant gods before arms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and th- th- like releasing that game would have just tipped it to boiling point, you know. <laughs> just it would have caused a war, basically. Is what yeah. Happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So yeah. Uh, apparently, Skype has launched the first ever Doctor Who bot in search for uh, the key to time. I don't know what is this. Basically, it's like you add it as a contact sort of thing, and you phone mm-hmm. it, and you use voice commands, and it's like a, a playable game. Like you speak to the Doctor. Make choices. I think it's like a choose called? your own adventure. Don't know. It says an article. Oh, we can add this. Pull it into the call. <laughs> What's it called? Actually, we might get a. No, we can play it. I don't think it would make any difference. We probably don't have time to do this tonight. Actually, to be fair. No, we're, we're running slightly short, but we'll, I tell you what. Next week, we'll pull Doctor Who into the call, and we'll see what happens. We'll try and play the game live in here. Yeah, we'll try and play the game live in here. That'd be fun. Um, okay, 
Next article. Where is my next article? There we go. Uh, okay, apparently uh, Far Cry, uh, the next Far Cry game is coming out. Supposedly it's coming out this year. Um, and and it's going to be a Wild Wild West game. If they make a Wild West game, that's insane. That would be cool. No, no, no. The problem is, though, Red Dead's Red coming Dead. out this year. You can't release a Wild West game in the same year as Red Dead. Red Dead will no, just wipe the floor with you. Like, it's pointless. But I don't think Far Cry will be this year because they said they were taking longer development cycles with all their games, and that's why Assassin's Creed like, took two years off. Far Cry will be the same because of the criticism they got for Primal. I mean, like from all accounts, like Primal was actually not a bad game. Like the only reason yeah, but it's that, just a reskin of four. Kind of, yeah. I mean, the only reason that I didn't personally buy it is because there's no English language in it. Like having to read all the subtitles and stuff like that. Like I can be fucked with that. Yeah, I got it. I mean, it's okay, but a cowboy one, I'd be very interested in the Far Cry systems working in the Wild West, much more yeah. so than Grand Theft Auto cowboys. Well, yeah, it could be it could be interesting. Like they could have actual decent crafting and that sort of stuff. And a um, good story. Plus, Maybe they could yeah, good stories. Good story. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, yeah, Ross will like it anyway. <laughs> oh, Ross will be all over it. <laughs> uh, okay, so and now we've got some more developments in the uh, annual Assassin's Creed leak. Assassin's Creed leak. It was a bit quiet last year. Last year was a quiet year for Assassin's Creed leaks, even though we had a because there was nothing coming out. No, but we had them even even though they said oh, there's no Assassin's Creed game coming out. Instead, they put out. Like six, six Assassin's Creed games and a movie. Six. Well, one collection. One collection and, and well, two collections technically because they put out yeah. the Chronicles as well. Uh, but but yeah, so like even, like yeah, there's nothing coming out. But here's all this shit. Uh, so now this year we're getting we're getting an Assassin's Creed game. We know that for sure. Now the, the leaks are coming thick and fast. Um, apparently, it's got a huge open world like Skyrim. Um, and, I can see that because they're changing it all and they needed to go that direction because it was very yeah. stale. Uh, and it's going to be called, supposedly it's going to be called Assassin's Creed Origins. What, what do we make of that? Is this- I think it'll be a prequel slash reboot. Like it'll go back to the beginning and that's why it's in Egypt and that'll be about, you know, the gods that we don't get anymore. I think they'll go back to that storyline, uh, but it'll reboot things slightly and it'll follow oh a different Oh my path. God. That would be amazing if they go back to that storyline because that was that's, like that's what I was all about in Assassin's Creed. Like, see, I mean, the, the stuff in like the past was like fun, but I was all about the future storyline and like how that was progressing. And so I, they they kind of shied away from that quite a lot in the last couple of games. I do think they're going back to it, but I think Origins will be the actual. Be- even though it makes no sense because Ultra just started Assassins, so that's why I think this will be a reboot. And it'll be talking about Egypt was actually the first assassins. Well, Tyre didn't start the assassins. He started the modern day assassins, but it was like right. his grandmaster of what, as you know. Because um, that was like what the... How, how long ago was that? Like the 1400s or something crazy? Right. So I, I think this, this would be like pre that during Cleopatra times. And it'll be like obviously um, the start of the assassins movement. And it'll be you're, you're, you're the actual guy that starts it, if you know what I mean. Right, yeah, and I think it would be cool if we could see like some uh, like multiple protagonists in it as well, like seeing a few different well, people. The talk is we're getting a boy and a girl. Okay, okay. Like, I mean, we did that for Syndicate as well. Yeah, but this will be done better. I think it'll be two completely yeah. separate characters. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they were they were the same character basically. Yeah. They, they went. I think like what definitely happened there. <laughs> yeah, is that they were obviously developing that when Unity came out and everyone went why is there no girl and they went Fuck, we, put a girl. That was during we need put a... yeah exactly yeah basically 
And they're like, we need to put a girl in the next one. Um, what do we do? We've got Rangers. this character made up, and we've already written everything for him. Let's just make make a twin and, and split it, and split it down the middle. And yeah. so, like Evie's dialogue is the basically the same as Jacob's dialogue. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't make any sense for like a woman to say stuff like like she says, but that she's kind of cool for it. And he's just a, a he's just shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like Syndicate, I never finished, and I never finished Unity, but it was because by the time Syndicate came, they'd stretched the engine as far as they were going to, and mm. I preferred Black Flag the way it was yeah. going rather than yeah. back to another city because all they did was make a bigger city and give endless fucking squirrels for you to do, and it became too much. Like, I don't mind squirrels; I like them if they're like they feel natural. Like, I don't like just dots popping up. Like, go here, go here, go here, go here. I like when it happens during the course of the story. Like, randomly happens. You know, a bit like Zelda does. You go to a new horse ranch and a guy talks to you and that's, that's you've got your quest there. Instead of like, you go to your train, right, here's 10 new missions because you're now in Act 3. It's like, that's that's kind of dated and it's how Assassin's Creed has been since 2007 when it was mm. when it began nothing's changed in that way all they've done is refined their um, actual systems the AI apart from Unity and like they've made the cities bigger like the peak of that series on that version was Black Flag like and before that was um, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood and 2 like th- the rest of them are all kind of very samey way me and like okay Assassin's Creed 3 for all its faults did try and if it wasn't for Assassin's Creed 3 we'd never get 4 you know because it took it in a different mm. direction but I mean like then after taking it that different direction like where Rogue 3 and 4 Syndicate brought it right back to the old stale way so doing it open world doing it in Egypt like kind of soft rebooting the series like that makes 100% sense at this point and especially if they're going to incorporate some of the film elements to it which they said they're doing with the animus design and stuff yeah but yeah it, it looks cool man like uh, they, they showed like they've, well they've not showed a screenshot from it but there's been a leaked screenshot from it uh, that looks like a guy on a boat with a bow but a small boat quite a small boat yeah but yeah I'm all down for that um, I'm quite excited to see like the first trailer for it uh, but I think that'll like build my hype or Cause, I mean, give, me I, give me disappointment I think after Unity I think Syndicate was the first Assassin's Creed I didn't buy launch day yeah I, I think I still did I buy it launch day maybe I didn't I bought it like in that window in the launch window anyway no because it came out just before I got married and then I, I got it in honeymoon because it was cheaper buying it there in Canada so I got it in Canada, but I mean, like, it was good, but it was just like, it felt more of a chore and a grind than fun. And when that happens at a game, I'm like, why am I doing this? Why am I, why am yeah. I suffering? Yeah. yeah, kind of. Like, I, d- I did finish it, though. Um, and I actually did enjoy the payoff. Like, the ending of it was actually cool. Like, I, I liked it, and it did forward the uh, the present-day storyline a little bit. Don't get me wrong, once I've cleared some of my slate, because we're coming into the dry spell in the summer, um, well, apart from on Switch, but like for the other consoles, you know, it dries up for two or three months. I might, if I've got nothing else to play, once I finish Mass Effect, I'll get on to getting Syndicate, because it's only, what, like eight quid, nine quid now, you could probably yeah, get it for I've still got my save file, and like I'm about halfway through the game, so I'll push through that, because it was good to play. But Unity, I don't think I'll ever go back and finish that game ever because it's just so terribly broken, and it was from day one. Yeah, it's like last time I played it, it was still broken, and that was um, maybe a year or so ago, maybe a year and a half. <coughs> but I did finish it, and it had one of the worst boss fights I've ever played in a game. For the last boss, it was so terrible. 
absolutely hated it. Um, the game overall just did not like one bit. Rogue was good though. Like you should go back and finish Rogue. Oh, I'm playing through it slowly but surely on yeah. the Xbox. But Switch, yeah. Switch came out and fucked all my like Rogue came out just before the Switch arrived and yeah. the Switch is, the Switch has been kind of my main console for the past what two two months since it came out now. Yeah. Well, you didn't play it for a, a good few weeks there. What was I doing instead? Um, Mass Effect, I think. Oh yeah, Mass Effect came out, but then I kept hearing, "Hey, listen." <laughs> yeah. <sighs> nice. And like every time I try, but I tried to milk. We'll get into Zelda. What happened with Zelda? And me. <coughs> Sorry, I was dead there. Any more news? Uh, yeah, a couple more bits of news. We'll run through these quite late. There's not too many more. Uh, Dead Island Two is apparently still in <laughs> development. <laughs> is it fuck? Where the this game's not coming out ever. This game will come out in ten years. Uh, it'll have a longer development cycle than the Last Guardian and Final forever. Fantasy combined. Oh my god! Like we played this game. Me and Fraser played this fucking game like I, what, three uh, uh, three years ago. Yeah, a year game or three years ago. Every and single other game. Ago. Yeah, every single other game that came out that is that was at EGX that year. It's fucking out in like in the bargain bin by this point. Oh yeah, and and this game is still like not even doesn't even have a release date, so it's still years out at this point. Mental. And, I mean, the game was fun when I played it; really fun actually. But yeah, what was I playing? Oh, I played the Escape Dead played, Island one that I liked. Yeah, the Escape Dead Island. Yeah, which came out and is is now like say in the bargain bin. But yeah, so that is still coming out apparently. Uh, so apparently you can finish Prey in 20 minutes yeah if you glitch it like the, I, I'm going to talk about a bit Prey later but like um, apparently you can glitch the game and it was meant to be designed so that you finish the levels in ways the designers didn't even plan for if you know what I mean right um, and this guy's like I didn't read the whole story but apparently like he just glitched through most of the game finishing 20 minutes that's cool uh, I mean I, I like, like speedruns like that it's interesting to watch um, okay, there's a rumour going around that uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to be shown at E3 this year. Yes. I can see that happening. It was shown last year. Yeah, and apparently it's going to uh, release next year with cuts to avoid delays. What does it mean, cuts? I mean, they didn't show it, it last year. Practice. They didn't show anything last year. For Kingdom Hearts. Did they? E3 year before. Year before. Yeah. Was it um. Yeah. No. I no. I don't see anything more about about that really in that article. But yeah, it's looking like uh, next year for that one, as we expected. Uh, Battlefront Two is going to support PSVR apparently, and you can tie that in with the the one I put up in Skype. Uh, I did not see what it was. What is it? Oh, and it also features uh, three times as much content as the first game. <laughs> it's quite a lot. That's including the first game's DLC. That's a lot, because with the DLC, that game's got a load of maps, the first one. So if it's got yeah. three times as much, that's insane. But then again, they are covering all three of the trilogies this time around, like the prequels, the originals, and the sequels. Hmm. Do you know, that was one thing that I, I did find with the, uh, with the original game. Like, it wasn't... Uh, I don't think there was enough maps in it, like at launch. 
No, there wasn't. There was not. And the Death Star should have been part of launch. It would have kept a lot more people. Like the way they started trying to make it into actual missions, where mm. instead of playing rotating playlists, they play, well, it's still rotating playlists, but they made it as in like you were assaulting the Death Star and you had to take down a Star Destroyer. Then the ships went into the Death Star and you had to make the initial attack run inside the Death Star. <coughs> that You know, like the bit that I tagged in on Twitter where I, I blocked the Death yep. Star just before I went to see Rogue One, which was awesome. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Three times yeah, as much that, content is a lot of content. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I, I'm going to buy it. I'm, I don't know if I'm going to buy it day one. Though, that's the only thing. Can't decide. Because like, I bought Battlefront 1 day one at midnight. We did the midnight launch thing and streamed it and whatnot, as, as we do. But I, I think I played it for two weeks and then didn't go back to it really ever after that. You get caught up in the hype, I think. I, I probably did, yeah. Real. I thought it would be better because, like, I did. I really loved Battlefront Two on the PS2, and I played like hundreds and hundreds of hours of that game, and it just didn't quite do it for me. It felt kind of like a plastic version. I don't, I don't know if that makes sense, but it felt kind of plasticky to me. But anyway, uh, that's uh, that's all the news. Okay, so move on to games. I'll go first because I've had a week off. I've only played four games and I know you didn't talk like either, but I can run through a couple of them very quickly. Um, played the Prey demo, opening hour. Mm. Uh, it's it's alright. Like, uh, the only reason I actually played the opening hour was because it was free and then I found out it was by the guys that made Dishonored and I love Dishonored. Mm. It f- doesn't feel like the main team made this game for some reason. It doesn't feel as like solid as you know Dishonored was pretty well right. put together and all the systems work nice. It, not by any means glitchy or anything, but it just doesn't feel as good. This could have easily been a PS3 game in my mind. Not that it looks bad, but just just something about it. Mm. Um, basically, you're a scientist on a spaceship or a lab and there's like venoms broke out. That's the best way to describe it. Like loads of wee venom symbiotes running about and what they do is attack you, but they can also take the properties of like, you could turn around and if it's next to a chair, it can take form of the chair. <coughs> if you know what I mean, which is quite cool, but... I mean, the faces and stuff kind of look like Dishonored, but they don't really work in a sci-fi environment. They only really right. work for me in the steampunk environment. Uh, it's okay, but I definitely get the feeling that the team that made Dishonored either only took over at the end to get it out, or it was the B team. Mm. You know, that way, I yeah. just don't... It doesn't sit as solidly as Dishonored. Like, if this they did make this game, they start, didn't start it. You know, it wasn't their project from the start I, I can tell that and if it was then they've sacked somebody or somebody's left that was actually doing the work well that's the only way I can see it hmm. um, but it's got good reviews like really good reviews the reason that I also say that as well is because there's no way that their full team could have worked on this when Dishonored 2 only came out a few months ago yeah probably not um, so, I, I don't fancy it like Prey does not look like my cup of tea Nah, it's not that. It's not that good. Anyway, that's all I've got to say about that piece of shit. Um, so I bought on the Switch a game called Jackbox Party. I don't know if you've ever seen this, Andy. It's really fun. Yeah, I've got that actually on the PS4, man. It's fucking brilliant. Yeah, it's the third one. So basically, you get like five games to play, and it's really weird. What you do is you go. Everybody's got a mobile phone or a tablet or some yep. device. You don't use any controllers. You go to their website and you put the code in, and it signs you up and like give you like pub pub quiz questions. 
things like who done it style games like there's a couple of crap ones on it like designing a t-shirt gets really old really quickly but i mean like the murder horror story with the guy actually like, questions and there's like an eight or ten cat style one pretty fun but obviously it's a game for when you've got folk over rather than a game i'm going to sink much time into the uh the, the one the one that we played a lot of was uh drawful i don't know if that's on the on, on the new it's not on that one no no but uh it's I, I got it's... one where you draw t-shirts but right i think it's jackbox party 2 it was it was on, but drawful. Oh my god, so much fun, man! Like we had, we had like a few folk around just like drinking and playing this. So funny, man! The amount of stuff that you would just that you would draw, because like you have to draw something and they have like everyone else has to guess what it is. Kind of like like pictionary sort of thing, but you just do it on your <laughs> phone. So funny, so funny, and like because everyone else has to guess what it is, and that if they get it if they get it right, then they obviously either get a point yeah. or whatever. But it's it's not even like about the points because it it kind of becomes a little bit like Cards Against Humanity type stuff because it gets some of the stuffs like a bit kind of racy and like out there not not as bad as Cards Against Humanity right enough but but it's fucking funny man it's so funny but uh, de- definitely uh, well well worth playing like party games. Um, the other party game I played on holiday a bit was um, Heads Up on the mobile. Don't know if you ever played that. Is that so the one you put the, put the phone in your head? Yeah, it's a bit like charades, but the cool thing about it is you can choose to put the microphone and camera on, so it records uh, the person doing the action. So, like you, you know, you with the Mongo Donkey. Ah, okay, right. Yeah. <laughs> so it would have found that, so that you can save it and upload it to Facebook, so you can watch the video back on <laughs> your phone. And I've got right. the Big Bang Theory one, Star Wars one. Like it's ninety nine pence. You buy the the game itself is like a pound or one ninety nine you buy the packs you get like six standard packs and like some of it is very american you know like we played the we are the 90s one and it was really good but some of it was like american sweets yeah. and stuff because it is an american game but i mean it's cool the way it works you put it down it goes ding or you can pass by flipping it up but i love the way it records it so the guy or whoever you're paired with like tasha can see like her acting out like what she's meant to be so that was pretty fun uh i played I don't have too much to say about it, sadly, apart from it's fucking amazing. Mario Kart 8. Oh, yeah. I got that. Uh, absolutely fantastic. Like, it's the perfect version of the game, but I'm sure we've covered this before when it came out in the Wii U. Like, there's nothing extra, really, apart from Battle Mode, which I haven't played, but I, I, you could tell how addicted I was the day it came out. And I think I'd finished the yeah. first cup in the first few hours. Like, three star at <laughs> all. It's the best Mario Kart, best version of Mario Kart ever. That's all I can say about it. It's so cool on the handheld, like, uh, works well on the big screen. Looks a lot nicer, moves a lot faster. A um, couple extra characters, like the um, the guys from Splatoon and King Boo and stuff. But, it's, I mean, it is. So, all, all the DLCs in it, yeah? Every bit. And so, all the, like, you've got Link and all that unlocked from the start, or do you have to unlock them? You've got all the characters unlocked, but you have the way they've done it in this is you have to unlock the cars and stuff. Right. Right, so all so the characters are there, so you can play as yeah, Link. Cool. From the get-go. Nice, um, I like that. I, I'm a Toad yeah. guy, though. I play as Toad. There is an unlockable, though. You can unlock Gold Mario. Uh, there's, like, oh, you, unlock, okay. you unlock Gold Mario by doing different things. I'm not sure if he was in the original, because I know Metal Mario was, but this is Gold Mario, and I think it's, like, finish Mirror Mode, finish 200, beat all the ghosts of the staff and stuff. Um, really good game. Handles really well. Played it in the plane. Uh, all the way there. Uh, played it with my Hori stand on the, you know, the, the table at the back of a, uh, one of the airplane chairs. I yeah. brought a pro controller and I had my uh, Joy Cons dock, two controls like that. 
Oh, nice. So were you playing with Tasha then? No, Jim. Tasha's at next LB. Okay, right, right. All the nice base, one. So we sat, sat and played that. Oh, what's, it's terrific for that. Like, absolutely amazing for planes. Like, this will come with me anytime I'm travelling now, 100%. Um, but I'm not, I don't mean to be down on Mario Kart, but I don't have, you know, that way I just don't have anything to say about it, apart from it's the best Mario Kart you can get. Like, there's, yeah. it's as simple as that. It looks gorgeous. You can use two items now. That's the thing. You can store an item, which is kind of handy yeah, because... Yeah, that. It's cool. I like um, having a banana or a shell behind me, you know, if you hold the button in and then like letting it go at the finish line on my last lap and then having a coin as a second one and flicking a coin over my head. So in the replay, he drops a banana and flicks a coin as he goes over the finish line. <laughs> it's like, uh, it, it's, you had this in Double, Double Dash. Dash. Did not? Yeah. yeah, but each character had different, uh, they had specific weapons. This is just, you can mm. store two. But yeah, yeah, it's all there. I like um, it, it's cool. It's cool. Um, I've sent you a picture of my setup on the plane. Um, so, and then, and so uh, did you have to? Did you put it in flight mode? No nope. interest. No, I was I was supposed to, but I didn't. <laughs> yeah, because if you put it in flight mode, then your uh, your joy cons won't be able to work wireless with it. I don't know about the pro controller. No, I didn't put it in flight mode. There's no Wi-Fi in the plane anyway. It doesn't have a signal. But yeah, yeah, no, I know. But like, if you do put it into flight mode, then the uh, the joy cons don't work on it. All right. Oh well, we played. That's how we played it. You did a bad thing on a plane, but it, it worked terrifically. Like the even even the hostess was looking and going, "Oh, cool, Mario Kart! Really wish I could play these." <laughs> nice. Like they were loving did it. You like, offer, I, did you offer her a shot? Did I fuck? I was in the middle of winning. Yeah. Like beat it, <laughs> win, serve, win, pedal your wares down your nine pound mini bottles of wine. Um, See, like I, I think it would, I think it would be cool though. Like if, like, because if there's people sitting around you, like if you give them a shot, do you know what I mean? They're like, "Oh, cool, Mario Kart." And then you're like, after you finish, do you want a shot? Like and she was on shift. Well, I know she was on shift, and she probably wouldn't be allowed to play. But like, like other passengers or whatever. And I don't like flying, so I needed distracted for other passengers. Oh, if true. they chose to bring a Daniel Steelbook instead of switch, that's their choice. Daniel Steelbook. Who the fuck is reading a Daniel Steelbook? The old woman sitting next to me snoring. <laughs> you should have given her give her a shot at the switch. No, because she shushed me. She said it was too loud. She shushed you? Oh, yeah. you can't be shushed. No, 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 no. No, no, no. No one shushes Ali. No. Not when I'm playing Mario Kart and I'm like f- f- a bottle and a half of wine down and before only being on a flight like half an hour. Um, I did. I had breakfast and a bottle of wine. That's what I ordered at the airport. A full yes. bottle, sir? Yes. Don't scrimp out on me. Um, <laughs> I, so, yeah, I'm on play- holiday. Excuse me. Uh, yes. Get in here now. Have work. Um, so, yeah, the last thing I played... And unfortunately, much um, because I did a very bad thing, Andy. I got two into Zelda, and I thought, yeah. one more go. You know, one of those nights, one more go. I'll yeah. just see what's over here first. I completed Zelda. Um, oh man, it was it before you two, went or after? Yeah, two days before I went. No oh, man. <laughs> uh, so like, uh, I think I messaged you. I'm sure I messaged you, and I was like, no. Yeah, I think but it was because I was pushing forward and I'd figured out the potion to get up the, the volcano that was doing my nut. I remember for weeks it was doing my head yep. in. As you know how I'm, I'm along the stands of do not look it up, figure it out. And I, a side quest asked me to get him the potion, told me what I needed to make it. So I was like, ah, that's how I make the elixir. Um, but then I didn't meet, make the elixir. I've still done no cooking in this game. I was about to try and find a pot when there was a guy at the stables below the mountain who gives you three potions for free. Three, gives you three of the potions you only need one to go up the mountain add enough rupees to buy the fireproof clothes 
in the Goron City. And I right. didn't ever needed to make anything, so I've still not done any cooking in this game. So, although <laughs> I've just got a side quest that's told me to, they want a cookbook. So I'm I'm gonna have to start doing recipes. You know, a bit like the photos. You take photos of things for your hero compendium. Um, yep. Really, really fucking class boss act. I love the two. Obviously, Ganon's always get two stages, as you know. Um, beat Ganon. Uh, Ending because obviously, it's, I thought the true ending was going to have to be get all the shrines, but it's not. The true ending is get all the memories and get all the divine beasts because you can finish it without them. You know, you can finish it with all the divine beasts. You can finish it with no divine beasts. You don't even have to yeah. do any of the memories either. But I've done both. Um, not many games has made me pick it up straight away though. After like a few days rest and just get straight back into it. When you beat Ganon, if you reload your save it's still outside Ganon's door, you know, in Hyrule Castle. But yeah. this time your save file's got a star on it to know that okay. that's the one that you've completed. Mm. So basically you can fight Ganon again, but I, obviously I'm back polishing up stuff because yeah. I want to go up there. I'm 52 of the shrines in, 54 of the Korok seeds. I'm going to places, Andy, that I've never been and I've finished this game. Yeah, that's crazy. Put I mean, the world, is, the world is so massive. Like, Have you seen that uh, gif that somebody made? That like overlays like the world of like Ocarina of Time and then Skyrim and then like uh, and then Breath of the Wild. Mm-mm. Oh, it's it's Breath of awesome. the Wild bigger than Skyrim. Yeah, Breath of the Wild's much bigger than Skyrim. Oofed. Um So yeah, I'm over sixty-five hours into this, Andy. Oofed. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that, and that's ten hours after I've beat the main story. Um, so I'm currently doing side quests to get horses just now because like I'm gonna have to get a pona. I need to get that uh, amiibo. We don't have it in work just now, but like I'm gonna have to get it. Um, I, I got a giant horse. I've sent you the photos of these, and you can get Zelda's horse during it. Um, I've, I'm just working my way through loads of side quests, which you mm. tend to get at stables and sometimes like random wanderers in the world. Um, absolutely. And I find, I've come across a few like in in like little towns. Especially oh yeah, cooking, especially cooking ones. They're like, oh, I need, I want to cook this for like my my mum's dinner. And I'm like, okay, have some carrots. Oh, like, don't get Thank me wrong. I've, I've baked an apple and I've gave folks soup ingredients, but I've not mm. make recipes. Like you can actually make rice dishes. You can make curries. You have yeah. to get the spices, the chicken. I've made loads of, of them. I've made absolutely loads of nah. them. See, that's a whole other meta game that I've not done because I discovered, and this isn't a spoiler because I'm not going to tell you what it is, but there's a shop that only appears at night time and the guy doesn't accept normal currency and okay. he disappears once daytime comes. What he does is, you know, your monster parts, like your key, the, the bat wings and all this stuff, uh, yeah, all that he shit. buys them off you for his own currency and okay. he gives you different things. And because I'd beat all four Divine Beasts, I'd unlocked his full menu and at the bottom was Dark Link. So you had to oh. buy one, 2000 basically 9999 was the hood, uh, a thousand nine 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 and nine 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 for the trousers and the jacket. So I had to go out, and it was basically like a monster hunter kind of quest. I was like uh, taking down the biggest monsters. I was fighting monsters that I would usually avoid even at this part part of the game because obviously in this Zelda there's there's still a few bosses about that are as hard as Ganon. I would say if not harder. Mm, I don't really want to spoil the boss fight with Ganon, but if you've done it the way I done, you've unlocked the Divine Beast. You get a wee bit more help. Hmm. That's all I'll say. But like, um, right. yeah, I'm going about fighting things, handing it in. Got my dark link, and then I'm like, I'm still enjoying this game. Like, I haven't finished it, and the deal. I got the season pass. I bought the season pass. I'm like, fuck it. This game 100% deserves it. Uh, I, do you know what I'm enjoying right now that I didn't do much of? Just going about on a horse slowly, 
mm. and just walking over a field, watching the sunrise, and see when that <laughs> that kicks in. It's such yes. a fucking beautiful version of the song. Um, the wee bits and pieces they've added, like I've noticed it now. Sometimes you'll be walking and the lightning can strike the ground in front of you and stuff. I know it kind of done it before, but there's more detail to it. I actually seen it strike the ground in front of you. You know the wee guy Beetle that sells stuff. Ah, yeah. And he ran away from it. Um, I also seen a goblin run into the water and grab a fish and eat it randomly. You know, just wee bits and pieces. But the things they're adding is kind of cool. The tracker, I'm real interested in that. Um, basically, what this will do is it will track your last 200 steps. Like, it will draw you a path around the world and where you've walked. And it backdates it. So even once you update, once the patch is out uh, in the summer, which will either be next month or July, um, it will tell you where you've travelled to in the world and I just want to see where I've been and where, where, what places are untouched because I'm still coming, like I've said before, I'm still coming to places after completing the game, both main quests done, a lot of side quests and I've never even been to this place, you know, and it's it's insane. So the fact that this new bit coming out has got the master quest as well and there's a new quest where you have to get your sword, um, the master sword upgraded and then the story DLC which is kind of hinted at in the true endings like after credit scene I know where it's going to go I know where it's headed for that so I'm so glad I bought the DLC for a game this detailed the fact they're giving me even more dungeons when I'm finding them fun as fuck as it is then yes this season pass is now worth it I couldn't give a fuck about the costumes I uh, prefer earning see earning that dark link sorry I'll take a break. You know, the, the the only thing that uh, the only thing that really makes me want to buy the season pass is like the uh, that thing that tracks your tracks your hours and like your footprints. Yeah, like I want and that. The, that's that's yeah. fucking cool. Like and to look the, back the and waypoint. see where you came from and all that. Yeah, fast travel. Yes. Yeah, so um, this game, and I'm saying this without a fucking question of a doubt, is the best video game I have ever played. Hmm without a shadow of doubt in my mind from the art nice. style to the music to the actual story because um, it's obviously one of the it takes place like after Ocarina and stuff I love the way they've tied it into this being a previous link to the amount of stuff in the map the fucking the best open world game I've ever played because the amount okay Grand Theft Auto is up there but see the amount of stuff that you can play in this like yeah. honestly it's a beautiful game watching a sunrise in this game I've never had that experience as nice in any other game in my life like absolutely beautiful you constantly find new stuff even once you finish the fucking game I love the gliding in it I love climbing towers and stuff like that and I love hunting I love just like the way you can shoot a boar in the snow and the meat will freeze you can shoot a boar with a fire arrow and you'll get cooked meat the, the small details like that like having to hide your weapons from the lightning the fucking yeah. standing on a tower and watching a rain cloud go down a valley and then a fucking giant dragon come out a fucking lake it's like oh. <laughs> The most beautiful single, the most single most beautiful gaming experience I have ever had. Do you, do you know what I think is the probably the most powerful thing about it? Right, you, like you've played mostly like on the TV, haven't you? Yeah, and, and like I've played basically mostly on handheld, and we we have still the same opinion of the game. Basically, like I haven't finished it yet, and, and I don't know that I would necessarily say it's better than Final Fantasy VII, but it's still fucking amazing. Like Maybe one of the not best games case. I've ever played. Uh, but my my favourites all time before were Uncharted 4 and Black Flag. This is not mm. Black Flag out. It honestly has like nice. It can it can Black Flag. Yes, it had less than legs with Black Sails. Like blah blah blah. It's a fantastic, phenomenal peak of the Assassin's Creed series. Like I said before, but this game. See anybody that says Ocarina Time's better than it is talking mm. out their bum. Yeah, I mean, for, from my experience so far, I would say this is this like trumps Ocarina hands down. Like, like Ocarina was great. Th- th- there's not been an open world game like this either, ever, that I've had that 
it goes in this game never goes into a lull point like a oh I've got not much to do I'll just mm-hmm. wait about you know like even in GTA it's like oh I'll wait about a bit and like or I'll go and do some side missions like it, none of that bullshit of you have to do the side missions to get your next main mission it didn't right. force you to do the side missions this game like everything felt natural and like somebody wanted Link's help but yeah I, I do want to fucking help you and like the flashbacks for the fucking past like all the secret caves the monster designs like None of the game was particularly hard. Like, I might even play this again in Master Quest mode sometime down the line. But, like, every part of this game, there wasn't a, like, you know, a down period in the game where it kind of, okay, this bit's kind of shit. Not one part of this game. It did not let up. It was pow, pow, pow in your face Mm. while at the same time giving you a big open field to relax and enjoy it with. And I can't think of a game that can do that apart from this one. I honestly cannot. And the next Zelda that comes out, now that I've finish this game is going to have a fucking hard time to top this <laughs> did uh now did you watch it uh, did you see that gif that i sent you uh yeah i'm watching it now holy fuck i didn't realize how much bigger it was than like yeah. it's absolutely <laughs> giant compared to it right see on the map see the bottom right the bottom right island on the breath of the wild map okay yes there's a quest that you get to there by you also have to have your um stamina up so you can glide to it because if you fall in the ocean no stamina you drown go to it <laughs> I had to stop I had to reload a save it's a quest that you might never need to go to you might never need to save I don't want to ruin to, what happens I need to actually look at the map because I, I don't know if I've been there or not you won't have because you need like two circles of energy at least or one and a half I got there barely with one and a half Right, so so where is it? Sorry. Right, okay. You pause the map. Right, see the bottom right, the ma- this kind of island, the very bottom right of the map. Like you've got Gerudo Desert in the bottom left. On the bottom right, there's a wee island. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yep. Right, if you glide to the, there's a specific quest that takes place on that island, and it's almost like its own wee side story. Okay, I definitely haven't been there. Um... From my, I, I'm going to guess it's like a specific character that's in other games, based on the look of the island and yeah. Uh, but I've I've certainly I've been to both the see the way like prong that comes out. I've been there, yeah. And like I've been to the other prong on the other side as well. Do you know the thing I love as well is some of the shrines. Like there was one where I had to carry you know the orange balls that go in the blue slots to open the things in yep. the the shrines. There was one where you had to walk around a spiral and keep putting it down and beat enemies and right at the centre of the spiral it gave you this thing. Once you've done that, because you've done the puzzle outside, you can just walk straight away and get it. Like, there's one in a maze and I still can't figure out this fucking maze. Um, I can get through the maze, but I can't get into the last room. Obviously something right. I'm missing. But that, and I've also just unlocked the, the second tech lab where I can now beat... If I beat the Guardians, which you're scared as shit out, you know the ones that track you and it's like... Yes. Oh my god. I'm not scared of them anymore. Like I can face them a lot. I killed one in two hits oh. the other day with my bone arrow. Yeah. Um, so I there's if you hit them right now, that's all I'm saying. Um, I uh, you trade in the parts, the ancient parts, to the second tech lab, and you can get like a whole new weapon cabinet. Like there's so much more for me to do in this game that even though I've finished the main story it still feels like the world's still going on you know how some games you finish and it's like gta once you've done it well for me anyway it's like well there's nothing much to do here i've done it like there's no more missions this one like oh 120 shrines i I do want to do that and i know it seems impossible but i'm almost halfway so it's not that that impossible 
Do you think it's crazy that there's uh, there's so many shrines, but like you look around, like even when you're on one of the towers, look you around see. and you can only see like maybe one or two. Mm-hmm. Like where the fuck are they all? It's a lot like, of them. <laughs> yeah, like some of them. Are, I think some of them are like underwater and stuff like that. First, and you did do like little bits and pieces to bring them up. Well, it's like just before my holiday, I remember I figured out how to finally use the boats because I kept thinking, there's no way oh, you yeah, put yeah. a fucking boat and you have to get the Korok leaf, which you mm. would usually throw away and use it to w- use the wind. Yep. Oh, man. But honestly, see, I've, I didn't have one issue with this game from looks to sound. Like, there's no, hey, listen, hey, <coughs> hey. Um, graphics <laughs> so I like that. Hey, yeah, but, like, listen. It's, it's annoying as shit like that game is not aged well like see people that say that that's better than this haven't played this or they're letting their memory like paint over how good it was because like yeah. realistically paying them up this is a fucking massive leap away from that like um ocarina time is very good but my favorite as zelda before this was uh link's awakening as you know so this is now my favorite game of all time and i never thought a zelda game would be my favorite game of all time but i tried to pick it apart thinking about it in holiday there's, I can't. I, I don't have a fault with this game at all. Like, yeah. not one fault. Like, if you don't cheat, like a lot of people are complaining online, they're like, "Oh, I used a guide and finished it a day." Don't use a fucking guide. It's not meant for that. Like, I, I made, <laughs> I made the promise myself. Like, with like, this game, don't look up anything. If you get stuck, you're stuck. That's why I was stuck at that volcano for what, like two weeks. Just kept setting myself on fire. Yeah. <laughs> if, if I couldn't find it naturally I wasn't doing it and it benefited me like 65 hours is a good fucking time in a game and I'm not even halfway through the dungeons do you know what I mean like, mm. like this is 100, 100 plus hours anyway that's, I'll finish up there because obviously we're running short of time but wow that's the best game I've ever played and I'll, I'll argue it with anybody that says that, it's, that there's another Zelda better than it because they're wrong I mean so, I, I can't I can't really disagree um, from what I've played so far obviously I haven't finished it yet but but it, like, I, like I said there's not a part where it changes every every corner's got a new surprise and it just keeps on that steady pace of wow this is lovely that's all you think all the way through the game yep totally agree great game oh do you know one thing I'll tell you one thing it's missing but this does not devalue anything fishing is there no fishing in the game? nah no fishing but I mean you can you catch you can, you can catch the fish yeah but you swim over them hit take Unless yeah. I've missed it completely, somebody please correct me, but there's been fishing in other Zelda games, but there's there's no fishing as far as I can see in this. It'd be well, nice you, haven't done it. you haven't done any cooking either. Yeah, that's true. It might be part of the cooking quest. Could be, um, but I, I think that it's probably just swim in and catch. Yeah, but it's a minor, a minor gripe, do you know what I mean? And it's not even a gripe, it's just like, give me more! I need more Zeldas. I need more Zelda. But yeah, uh, I've played a little bit more Zelda as well, but not a massive amount, just doing a, I think I've done maybe a couple more shrines and just fannied about in the world. I just like going about and like going to diff- going to different places. I did another tower. Yeah. I went and did a, a tower. I can't remember where it was now, it was days and days ago. But uh, but yeah, like the gameplay in that game is just so good. I love playing it when I'm watching something else. And just like being able to play such a high quality game like cause oh. I'm used to playing I'm used to playing like all the shite of the day on the Vita do you, do you like, know what Lego games and stuff like that just to grind out like trophies and stuff but like this like, playing an actually AAA. good game on this <laughs> yeah an actual good AAA game on like a a high quality handheld with like, a nice big screen is awesome but I don't have too much more to say to Zelda about uh, at the moment again like given the pace that I'm going out with it I'll probably be 
playing it all year. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Like honestly, like it's it's just so beautiful. I did play one more game, but I'll cover that more next week. We get NBA playgrounds to review. Well, Andy yeah. does. <laughs> Uh, yeah, did we cover was, was Guardians last week? Did we cover no, Guardians? that's what I'm about to talk about because I played that. I was hoping you'd bring the table it because... <laughs> yeah, um, I, I didn't think I actually played anything else really to be honest. I tried Darksiders Warmaster Edition which is like the Darksiders remastered. Yeah, it's it's alright. It's not as it's, good as Devil May Cry DMC though. But... The, oh, no, definitely not. It's a basic hack and slash. Like That's all I can say about it really. It's yeah, because they, they repackaged them this week, both of them. Like yeah. the Fury Collection. Because I was like, oh, what's this? Is it a Darksiders 3 sort of tie-in? No, no, it's the normal two games. Yeah, I don't know why... Do you know, they called it the Fury Collection because the new the, like the new one that's coming out is based on Fury. Yeah. But it's a good price. They, yeah, yeah. I mean, I got them for uh, very cheap in that humble Yeah, them, so. yeah but if you haven't, then I would say pick them up if you like Hack and Slash. Yeah. And I did also try uh, Red Faction on the PS4, which is the PS2 game, if you remember that. I do. It was a good game at its time, but I think it's dated now. It's very dated, yeah, very dated. Like the controls and everything like that. Oof, it's not not fun to play. I mean, see if it had more modern, modernized controls, I think it'd be more fun. But if you just had the same game but with the modern controls, it'd be much better. But it doesn't. So <coughs> there's an option to make it a bit more like modern, but it still doesn't feel like it at all. So anyway moving on uh, so like I say I did play Guardians of the Galaxy the Telltale series uh, episode 1 we got sent out. it to review <laughs> yes we got we got sent it to review you um, must love it now when I request stuff for review it's like I, I messaged him earlier we got our first review code for Switch oh what did you get I went well I've already bought it yet again so here you go <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny like because uh, we request we request the odd game uh, yeah. not that many but like we'll request if there's a game coming out that we quite like the look of usually we'll request it to see if we right. send it to us oh fuck I dropped it Drop or, if, or if it's a oh, fuck's sake if it's a game that we're uh, we're interested in, in we're interested in from like a media point of view for covering we'll uh, we'll we might send it off for a review request and a lot of time like you don't send get anything back yeah a lot of time they don't send them um, sometimes they send them the day after it comes out <laughs> quite, quite often for me yeah is, which is what's been happening recently with Ali because he's, he's like he'll, he'll send away the request not hear anything back and then when the game comes out like okay we're not getting it we'll just buy it and as soon as Ali does that I'll ping an email and gets the code so then I get the code <laughs> but it's good because it means we both get to talk about it yeah and my switch isn't turning oh thank fuck oh I was panicking there it's okay you're still under warranty you've got a year you're okay <laughs> Um, don't yeah. drop your switch so we got Guardians sent the day after it came out um, I love the game but I'll let Andy cover it because I've yapped too much yeah um, I I don't know that I necessarily loved it to be honest like uh, I didn't like the voice acting for Peter Quill I also I didn't mind his like uh, his actual character design it was fine I didn't like Gamora's character design that was really strange her face looked so weird for some reason not sure why but uh, Groot and Rocket, perfect. Drax was pretty decent. But just Peter Quill and Gamora, just something was off about them. Uh, I wasn't a massive fan of the story and like this, this whole Telltale thing, man. It's just kind of, it's kind of great on me a little bit. See, I, I thought this it. was the opposite. I thought this was a lot better than Batman. Well, I don't know. Like Batman was like very Batman. This doesn't. This feels like back to being. 
Telltale stuff again. Um, and I did like the story and stuff like that. It was interesting and it was cool to be in that world and see like a completely different version of that world where shit happens very differently. Like yeah. <laughs> there's a character that that, uh, that dies in this. That I'm not spoiled well, for anyone that's not I played it. I don't think he's dead, but yeah. Well, yeah, but he let's say quote unquote dies. Um, and like in the MCU, for example, like this would be a massive thing if this happened. Um, and it it doesn't like it's not as big a thing in this, although they are kind of championing it or whatnot. But but yeah, quite quite interesting. Um, it's probably like seven out of ten for the first episode. Like it's not the strongest episode to date, to be honest. I thought it I thought it would be more like Tales in the Borderlands. I just got the feeling that it was going to be amazing and funny, and it just wasn't really. Uh, that was the problem with Drax. Like Drax's comments were really forced. Like all the literal stuff, so forced, and it wasn't funny. I've got the complete opposite thought of it. Okay, fuck. I, I liked Rocket them. though. Rocket was funny. The only thing, like, I didn't mind the designs at all because obviously it's not got the license for Chris Pratt's face because that would cost. Yeah. Um, but but like um, his voice did annoy me at first, but see, once I got used to it, I was fine with it. Like, I liked the flashbacks. I liked the new like uh, MacGuffin. I liked the way that you ended up in the bar. I liked being in the bar with the Guardians. That was cool. And uh, dealing with Rocket and making the decision and going to like, part me. Did you go to Collector or, or Nova? Uh, Nova. See, I want to see the collector's base. I want to see the because uh, I'm sure there'll be Easter eggs there. Mm. Quite possibly, yeah. I, I don't know. I wasn't. I, I think I'd rather just give it to Nova Core because I like the Nova Core and I wanted to see them. Uh, no, I, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I thought it was. I, I loved the Batman one. I thought it was good. Uh, yeah. I didn't. I personally didn't think this felt too much like Telltale. Um, but you've you've played more than me, so. Uh, I mean, it's just it's just the the pain with this one was they still they're still operating the same engine it's still not like not polished enough to be honest they they need to like overhaul this a bit for i mean the lip syncing is okay the characters walking though is like really starting to, i mean this is this is like ps4 three years in it needs to be a bit better than this at this point uh and it's just basically the same as it was like walking dead on ps3 you still got the same like hiccups with loading and the the worst ones though is like the sound. There's always sound glitches in these games where the sound doesn't load properly. Um, like you go into like a cutscene and there'll still be the sound playing from like the part of the dialogue that was just being said, like that sort of thing. It's weird. Yeah, I mean, I, I really, I really, 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 really enjoyed it though. I just, I don't know if it was just being in the Guardian. It done a really good job of being in the Guardians world. I think that's the best thing it done. And yeah, uh, I mean, I, yeah, they had some licensed music, which is new for Telltale as yeah. well. Yeah, that was cool. Well, I mean, it's not bad by any means at all, but um, I, I just kind of, I like to hold Telltale with like a, a higher standard than than other developers for some reason. And like because I think it's because they've made so many like good games already. Because, I mean, like, you look at The Wolf Among Us, amazing. Walking Dead, Season 1 and Season 2, both brilliant. Um, and then you've got, like, the Batman game was really, really good as well. Um, and it just, like, it just felt like another Telltale game. Like, yeah, okay. The, like, the Game of Thrones one kind of felt like that to me as well. Like, See, I bought, I bought that but on the sale, but then I thought, I don't like Game of Thrones. And I said, Tasha, you, you might like this game. Um, but she said, I'm not playing it. 
Yeah, I mean, it's easy. For, it's easy for her to play it. Like, it's not hard. Yeah, to well, play she played it. Until Dawn, and it's kind of like the advanced version. I mean, that's that's a good point you're making. When there's games like Until Dawn that kind of yeah. do it to do this sort of thing on another level, like photorealistic Grant Ward graphics. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Grant Ward. Unfortunately, but, um, not not a good enough hot tub machine with save the chili dough. But anyway. <laughs> but no, I, I I think I would love to see like a full on Telltale game. That was like like that, like until dawn graphics and until yeah, dawn like not sort of length not, and whatnot. Not episodic. Yeah, just a full on like retail release game. Boom, go for it. And and I think they should do something like that. That's like not a licensed property, like a their own game. But I don't know if they will because they obviously make a lot of money off. Of oh these, yeah, well, think about it. These games properties. get released on children's iPads, children's fucking uh, Amazon tablets. The, these games are on phones. You know, they, it used to be like after it was fully out, it came to the phone. But day one, it was on the iPhone as well. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So uh, that's maybe part of the reason why they're keeping the engine like this. But I do get what you're saying. But the profitability of keeping it so it can go on multiple devices, like I don't understand why it never came to Switch. Um, I think it's more probably because of the timing of when the Switch was coming out and whatnot. It may come to Switch though, but by that, point, line, but by that point I'll have finished it. It's too too late by that point. Like the, the only reason I would buy it on Switch if it came physical, you know, I'd have to buy it. Well, Minecraft is coming physical like a month after it's out digital. Yep. I can wait for Minecraft. That is fine. I don't mind that. Yeah, and we've got because a Street that... Fighter in two weeks. Mm. Yeah, I I already own Minecraft on. PS Vita you, and PS4 so do you know what I'm quite hyped for in the last few minutes that I wasn't excited for at all now but now that I've got four Joy-Cons arms I can't wait for that fucking game because at first I was like meh I'll need to buy two more Joy-Cons and they're expensive what's the and point you've done it already yep <laughs> now I've done it and now I'm looking it up and it looks fucking great it looks like Wii Boxing Future like Wii Boxing Advance or something yeah it looks fun um I, again I don't know how in depth it will be like it, it do you know the the vibe that I get from it is like an Overwatch vibe for some reason, but a one on one. I don't know yeah. why. It's, I think it's the character designs because the character designs look really cool, and everyone seems to be relatively different and and customizable as well, though, which is a kind of key thing because it looks like you can change your arms about, like yeah, you can. have like the fish arm and like the gun arm and that sort of stuff. And the spinning arm and the or the boxing gloves with the springs, but I mean, yeah, it looks incredible. Like if I can buy a game in a Switch now, I will. But like the likes of NBA Playgrounds. We'll talk more about it next week once Andy's got it because we need to cover it for a view. Um, I enjoy it. Like you, you might not enjoy it as much, but it's like there's not been a game out like this since what 2006 or something. That one came out the PS3. Mm. Yeah. Like, and it's really good for what it does. But they're right. The, the the developers were saying that there's nothing like it in the market anymore. Like you don't get these sort of games anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like basketball wise, and there used to be NBA Street. You know all that series you know, NBA Jam. There was an N. There was like a. A basketball game I, I can't remember what it's called but it was on it's on the PS4 right and it's not like the one of the NBA ones it's like a free to play one it's free on download. three I've got, it. I've got it yeah so like is that the one where you download it and then you're like in a lobby yeah yep. okay so I downloaded that and then I'm in a lobby and then I'm just in a lobby nothing happens yeah no one plays it so I deleted it and I'm like what the fuck is this like just a man standing in a basketball court this yeah. is not a fucking game no like what <laughs> No, so, yeah, see, I'm looking, I look forward to playing some because I, I wouldn't say that that is competition for this NBA Playgrounds thing at all. Like, So I look no. forward to playing it and having a bit of fun with it. I really liked uh, NBA Jam. That's the yeah, that's, that what really that's what this is. That's what this is. Sorry, not bad. actually. No, no, I tell, I tell a lie. Not NBA Jam. That's not the one I liked because I was fucking terrible at that. Um, it's 
uh, no, NBA Live 96, I want to say it was. Yeah, 96 yeah. on the Mega Drive. See, I like the arcade games. I really like this. Like, it's two on two, and like, it's you can jump halfway through the court with special moves and all that nonsense. And like, it's just like your basic moves are pass, steal, jump, you know, or, or shoot, and it's very easy to play. I wouldn't say it's as intuitive to play when it's in handheld mode when the Joy Cons are docked on the screen, but see, playing with the Pro Controller just before the show, absolutely fine. Uh, I will add in. Don't be put off when your first thing that happens is you get three card packs and thinking, oh, for fuck's sake, because there's no store to it. It's not like you buy the packs. They said okay. that it's not Ultimate Team. That's just the way they decided to deliver it. And it's a smart thing to do because you're not paying for them, but it will hook, hopefully, the fans that love you know opening virtual card packs. Yeah, yeah. Basically, when you level up your characters, every <laughs> level, you get like some more card packs and you get a chance to get the characters, which is a cool way of giving them to you instead of like making them DLC they've said there's the potential for DLC obviously once they sign Michael Jordan who's about the only big omission I can't see like Shaquille O'Neal and Kobe Bryant and all those names are in it Alan Iverson but uh, nice. Michael Jordan's not there but I can imagine how expensive his likeness is at this stage you know yep so um, I'll just play Shaq like as long as Shaquille O'Neal is in Shaquille's there, in it, brilliant. Yeah. Shaq's in it but obviously you don't you get card packs rather than choosing Right, right, okay. So that is, is, is cool. it's cool, but like you can imagine my panic. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, I'm going to have to buy card packs to get more. But no, it's like every time you go up a level and I read an interview and it's just their way of giving the players. And it, it's smart thinking, actually, because of how big Ultimate Team is. Hmm. But yeah, we'll talk more about it next week because I haven't really played that much of it. Um, I've only gotten to the second level of the tournaments online. Folk are moaning saying, online's not available. Like, I know a lot of people love online for these games. I don't really care. Like, I'll play the season mode and, like, if I want to play it online, I'm not as competitive with sports games online, you know, really. Um, But obviously, now that you've got it, once the online, I think they said a few days after launch it will open, we'll we'll get a game. Yeah, definitely. So, when's the online coming to the Switch then? They said uh, a few days shortly after launch. I'm guessing they were just just dying. It's a shame they didn't get it out for launch. Yeah, it must just be. Nintendo, I guess it's Nintendo's um, quality controller, whatever it is, they're testing it. Yeah, it must be. Okay, cool. Uh, but I think we're about out of time for tonight. Yes, we're out of time, but sorry for being a bit late. Andrew has the AIDS. Next week, me and Andy will be back without Ross again. Um, but Ross will be back the week after uh, with more cowboy talk, probably as usual. But um, if you want to hear more Andy, check out Agents of Shieldcast. We are working through getting the podcast uploaded to iTunes, guys, so bear with us Arr. now, now stay- my internet's fixed it should go a bit more smoothly yes um, and stay tuned for Gaming History 101 who will be talking of games of the past and then the B team later on with our friend Chip yes Good night. peace